I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Greetings, fine patrons. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I have called some Jasper Spitwhistle, and my word, and the you know the, the part of the story we are going to get to tonight is absolutely, uh, dare I say, delectable. Um, you know, perhaps it's a bit of a romantic notion, but uh, you know, oftentimes when I tell stories, the, the memories of the stories that I tell are you know they evoke a certain flavor aspect. You know, early on in the story, I would say, you know, it actually had a bit of a cinnamon vibe to it. You know, like a like a nice warm cider with a with a cinnamon stick floating around in it. That was definitely the early part of the story to me. You know, and then later on, uh, you know, it, it 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 kind of moved away from that into more of a citrusy feel. Well, the stuff we've got tonight, folks, just best prepare all of your senses for excitement and tingling because this part I feel more than any other part of the story, evokes a certain flavor of lavender. You know, people don't tend to eat lavender very much, and I I feel it's an underused spice. But to the true, you know, story connoisseur, I I dare say you will agree with me that this part of the story evokes that lavender feel, that that sort of almost minty, citrusy, bitter taste. Um, And a lot of it honestly has to do with uh, the reoccurrence of one of everyone's favorite characters in this part of the story, and that's the character I like to call Action Jasper. Now, of course, that's just that's me. It's, it's, your, it's your good friend Jasper Spitwhistle. But, you know, back in my adventuring days, uh, when I refer to those times, I like to refer to that almost as a different person. You know, of course, it's the same me. But, boy, the rugged nature. You know, the no-holds-barred attitude. I like to refer to him as Action Jasper. And, you know, occasionally I surprise myself because Action Jasper steps out once in a while when I'm confronted with, uh, you know, a ne'er-do-well or a rough in the streets. Watch out, folks, because Action Jasper's there on the scene swinging justice like a cudgel, you know. Um, justice, in this instance, would be my fists. Um, but yeah, Action Jasper, back on the scene. I do a little bit in this part, actually. I shouldn't oversell it, really. I just distract some people uh, while the brute force kind of breaks in and screws with things. But honestly, it's a big part of, the, of how they manage to get in there. Uh, so don't miss that part. It's later on in the story. Well, as we enter in, we are in for some uh, for some bad news, apparently, right? Where we were last time, the crew is uh, in the Elysian Sands, in the tomb where it all started out, right? And at this point, they had tried to convince the historians of the 14th Pillar that this tomb actually belonged to Mort. You know, they weren't buying it, but, you know, it was a good, it was a good line. Use it on anybody but a guerrilla historian, perhaps, you know, it might work out for you, but these guys were sharp as tacks. And um, so they were on their way in, though, having been granted entrance by Casca, the dragonborn leader of the 14th Pillar. As they entered the tomb, they couldn't help but worry. It was the last place they'd seen Dickory. And it was where they last saw Agarion, Sans hands, of course. 
alongside two fallen paragons. But the carnage that would await their eyes would bring more questions than answers. You guys are brought back into uh, the ruins that you guys uh, know and remember. Because it wasn't that awful long ago that you guys were in here. Yeah, my ruins. Uh, sure, your quote-unquote ruins. Uh, it's the, I mean, it's largely the same as you remember it. There's a big open gap in the floor in a few different places ahead of you, but, uh, it looks like the, uh, the, the 14th pillar people have maneuvered around here and kind of set off all of the panels of floor that would fall and the ones that are standing are good enough to kind of hop across. Um, there are people over by the the door to the crypt below that uh, are kind of inspecting it and look like they've got crystals out and they're kind of trying to check out uh, the, the magical locks on it. Uh, and yeah, there's the area to your left is where you guys remember leaving Dickory oh. to hide behind the pillar rubble. Um, and there's nothing there. Um, but to your right, behind where it used to stand uh, another kind of crumbling pillar, uh, you see a, a pair of legs uh, and uh, the attached feet uh, smashed underneath uh, the pillar itself. It looks like the pillar has fallen down over here on this side. Is it like just the legs sticking out from under the pillar? We can't see. Yeah, it's just under. the legs and f legs and feet. But the rest of... Uh, the body would be presumably under there, but it's. Uh, Do we yeah. recognize the shoes? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how well you guys uh, memorized Dickie's shoe shoe arrangements and like like it wasn't a there was no what are those jokes in your little party. <laughs> so like, I don't probably not. Maybe I mean they just look like shoes, you know. Oh look, it's something else we ruined. Are we assholes? Yes, we are. I mean, we, we don't know for sure that's Dicky. That's 100% Dicky, and I'm sure. It'll just be some, some other guy. At some point in the next hour, we'll be haunted by his childlike wail and also scream. It will sound as if a baby is crying. For <laughs> as he died, he reverted to his true baby self, as we all do in uh -huh. death. Mm hmm. Thus, oh my! Did you did you did you know this this person? Uh, possibly. Yeah. Uh, he may have been a, a small child that was us, but I mean, he he might not have been. He might be someone else completely. He was our servant. Uh, oh, his name was Dicky. He really liked dancing girls. And he he had the best sweet rolls this side of Aerith. Oh man, I'm really they, not they comfortable real with the fact of, <laughs> that we're the bad guys. And now he's dead, because everyone you love dies. This is fun! Let's go further into the tomb. Except for Agarian! Uh, let's just just say it's not Dickory until we find out otherwise. Yes, no, and denial's then, uh, great. Consciences <laughs> will be clear. Denial has worked great for me, clearly. Let's go into the tomb. This is wonderful. Uh, Lola, you, it like, walks beside Ezra and uses him as a shield to not have to look at the, the horrifying visage of the wicked witch of the East's child. Nope. Wrong direction. East? No, it's the, the other one. North. South. 
One of those ones. Not west the west. Was, that's the no, bad the one. No, the west yeah, the east was, was the one that got crashed you. with the house. I was yes. correct. It was the Patrick. Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. The Wicked Witch of the West was the one we all know. Yeah. Wicked Witch east. of the East got smashed by a house. There we go. Oh, shit. That's what we're talking about. Okay. It's house smashed. You know. Should we okay. lift this uh, up and no. look at this goo no. underneath? Ezra no. walks over to lift up the pillar. I, I kick him in the shin. Don't you dare! Uh, as you approach the uh, uh, the pillar, why don't you go ahead and roll me an investigation? Who, me? Wisdom. Yeah, just like you're checking this out. You're going to pull up this. Uh, what do I roll for investigation? Pillar? Just uh, wisdom, I guess. And investigate. Wisdom, wisdom plus investigate. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the, <laughs> played this game long enough. So I've got say, four and wits. Yes. For some reason, this is one in intelligence for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, wits. you made yourself a little bit street smart, but only zero in investigation. So, oh, that's okay, a that's not great. So you're gonna roll two. That's, well, it's that's minus, minus three. Yeah, if you yeah go, so it's a chance roll. It's minus three for oh mental skills. Oh my god, skills. I rolled a ten. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Uh, so you recognize uh, that there is like a tuft of fur sticking <gasps> out uh, around like the midriff area of this of this body, like what are you talking about? Like he's got a <laughs> pillar on top of him, but his legs and uh, like the bottom half of his body is sticking out, and his shirt is kind of pulled up just a little bit, and yeah, it's like there's like fur there. <laughs> Like Farrell has, uh, <laughs> I mean, uncomfortable. I, I don't think Dickory was old enough to have fur there, so we're in the clear. I think he's late. Okay, so first of all, uh, this body is on its stomach, so this is like oh, the back, so like even, along the like, wow, kidney that's region. Even better. I, I, he definitely didn't have butthole hair. So. Butthole hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But, um, uh, is it like, like hair from like a piece of clothing, like a furry loincloth or something, or is um, it like part of the body? Well, I don't know. You're on the other side of the room uh, at this point, so Pat, ask those things. I want to lift it. <laughs> it looks like it looks like we got a, a butthole hair situation over here. I'm gonna lift this. All right, boulder. you can uh, you can try to lift off this uh, this pillar. What can I roll? Uh, that's going to be a strength and athletics. Ooh, my very best boys. All right. I'm turning around to roll on the bed so it doesn't clickety-clack. Three successes. All right. You can lift up the pillar. I do. Uh, but you're not going to be able to, like, clear. There's, like, not a lot of room back here. Like, it fell kind of in an awkward position. So there's not really an, enough room to, like, clear this thing, like, away from the body no, so like, no, somebody's no. gonna have to what i do is drag I this thing out take my hands and i grip this pillar and like mm -hmm. it indents and i just straight up deadlift it and i'm like Sin! uh yeah and then i turn and i drop I it and i go <laughs> now with three now with three successes you don't damn <laughs> you, a, you are currently lifting a pillar I, uh, and so somebody wants hand. to do something i have a ghost hand i have a ghost hand can I just Ooh, use yeah. my ghost hand to pull it out? You have a ghost hand. How much can your ghost hand lift? She can lift the dead body out uh, from you, under it. Depends on how many successes I get. Okay. Yeah, just I'll lift it up and you just jimmy this dead body out. Yeah. Okay. All right. This ghost hand is usually not uh, able to move people. You well, know what I mean? I, I think it depends <laughs> on how many, how many successes I get. 
Oh, uh, I'm okay with that. Three. All right. Well, I'll give you ten pounds. Uh, I'll give you ten pounds of success. So thirty pounds. And I'm just dragging enough. it. I'm just dragging it. I'm not lifting. Mm, mm, oh come on! Are you gonna argue with? We're um, just pulling this thing down, across the ground. Grabs hold of one of the legs and pulls with the okay. mage hand. So between the between the mage hand and the and the skeletal hand, you guys are able to pull this thing out from underneath the pillar. Uh, it's kind of hella, hella gross because like its shoulder blades are like smashed in, and it looks kind of like uh, a mouse that got caught in a trap. Uh, but you recognize that this is a charabi. This is probably that dude that killed everybody. This is, uh, what was that dude's name? Uh, was he the one with the sandals? Beckley. That was what it was. Yeah. Oh, shit. I kick- you recognize this as so Beckley. I kick his dang shoe. His shoe goes uh, skittering off across the thing. <gasps> across the cave. Well, it's definitely not Dickory. This seems to be, uh, that awful fellow that was uh, taunting us and killed everybody. Or one of them, at least. Oh, Ke- Ke- Kesha! Get over here! This is, uh... Tick-tock, Kesha! I was just gonna make that fucking joke, you goddamn steel <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> Let others have at least one bat! <laughs> we like to have fun. Uh, um... Yeah, this is that asshole that killed uh, Clash Tiger. Oh, wow. This this guy yeah. killed Clash Tiger. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, the anyway. Guy that, the, this, this one that got himself flattened by a, a pillar killed the Paragon perhaps of Murkheim. Perhaps his uh, compatriot um, turned on him. Yeah, that's Sandolf. Yeah. The, the one that sold you the, the rights to this base. Mm. Oh. She didn't seem all that terrifying. I mean, she was pretty drunk when she sold it to us. Uh, my understanding is she probably went into hiding uh, with whatever we gave her. She seemed uh, spooked. Uh, I mean, I assume it's the, the same person that that you sold it to anyway. Um, I mean, how many, I mean, how many Tarabi do you ever see? <clears throat> Hope he made the most of his night. Because he died young. Ung, 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 ung. Know what I mean, Lola? <laughs> I'm assuming these are all Kesha jokes. I don't know. Lola's like just standing stock still with her eyes dead looking at Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to yeah. free Kesha, I mean, free Keska from this uh, conversation, and she. Uh, walks over uh, to the, one of the uh, people that is uh, inspecting this uh, this doorway that goes down into the crypt below, and she's just kind of having conversation over there. You guys okay. are no longer interesting because you're weird. I yell to her, "Hey, hey, Kesha, this pillar went down. We're we're yelling, we're yelling timber." I don't. I don't like any of you anymore, and I probably wish I hadn't. Lola, I wish I hadn't Lola's, brought you in. Lola's ears start to bleed, and her eye twitches. Oh. Well, uh, one down, one to go, I suppose. <laughs> that makes our job easier. Um. So how do we get into this? Uh. Wait. Oh well. Man. Maybe Dickory's alive then. 
Maybe we're not assholes. Uh, Maybe Dicker is the one who rigged the pillar to fall. Maybe he's a real, uh, maybe he's a real street smart type of lad. Maybe we underestimated him. Give him a high five. Maybe he's a crazy kid. Maybe he was going to fight until he (laughs) saw the sunlight. I did just Google Kesha (laughs) songs. Well, why don't you guys, why don't you guys roll to see if this is a Home Alone situation? Um, Yeah. No, don't don't actually do that. Okay, well, what if I want to? (laughs) You can roll and investigate on the pillar and just see if there's like if it was like set up to fall or if like what happened. What have I got too? Uh, you you have no idea. God damn it! <laughs> You're like who's there's no like there's no there's nothing that like shit says like hey this is trapped you know okay. there, there's no. Can I go like, towards the door? Sure. Yeah. Or it is a it is a the pits with the the slime thing at the bosom. We don't. We don't that, know that about thing, that. Remember? No, you do because no. like it, you did. You didn't like have to deal with all oh. of the bad stuff when you guys did it. But, but we like, knew it was down there. Somebody did fall down and get some goo on themselves, and then there should be a goo-covered rope around here somewhere. Oh right, right, right. Um. Okay. Can I look at the door and see if I can figure out anything? Uh, what are you rolling? What's an investigation? Okay. Um, you know that this is magically trapped, so you might want to do like an arcana. Oh, well, that's even better. So, okay. Uh, one, two, three. Um, you are stunned when you realize something that you feel like you probably should have realized (laughs) a long time ago. Um, and you chalk it up to, I guess, the duress of the situation that you were in Mm -hmm, when this mm -hmm, thing, mm -hmm. uh, went and sealed itself off. Uh, but you recognize uh, just the flavor of this, mm. um, this ward. You recognize uh, just like in the, in the pit of your stomach, you know, this is not something that these assassins cast. God? Your, your master yeah. sealed this door. Lola kind of stalks back to the others. And is like, all right. So, I mean, I learned from the guy, so I probably know, but I'm pretty sure Garion was the one that closed this door. So, it was his plan to seal us in the tomb? Ah, I can only assume. Or, or more specifically, his plan that we used the wither glass rather than just left by the door. Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Or in this case, better, because you have a guess. Um, can you, can you de-spell de- it? Is that a thing? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, this is a beyond your ability level. Uh, no, this is above my pay grade. What if you use me as a battering ram? Well, I'm, I have a feeling that someone that put a lock on a door would think, to protect against that, but I mean, we're welcome to try. They would think to protect against the fact that uh, a harpy and a skeleton may pick up Listen, a golem and bash its head into the door. Yes, it's a very common occurrence. <laughs> if I uh, die, I die. The, the moment that uh, you were, th- Lola, the moment that you got thrown into a window that was magically warded and then got shot across to the other side of the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, comes into your mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go try it, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ezra 
takes off in a dead sprint and then just dives <laughs> headfirst into this uh, door. All right. Roll uh, strength and athletics. Okay. Or strength and, I guess you could do like a melee if you wanted to. Lola's, Try to melee this door. Lola's faced against the wall laughing to herself. And trying to yeah, more, where are you in this situation too? I'd, I'd like to know. I see him running and I step to the side to okay. let him pass. Six, six, six successes. All right. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> so you hit this thing with a full dead sprint uh, and just... Oh, how are how are you hitting this thing? Just describe to me the how how you attack this uh, thing. You ever seen those people go off the diving board and then they do a dive, but instead of putting their hands out, they just put their hands to the sides of their hips and dive in. What do you call it a suicide <gasps> dive? I do that. I just launch myself at this door head first. My hands are firmly to the side of mine legs. <laughs> All right, you hit this thing full steam, and your perfect form uh, is immediately broken as you're thrown backwards uh 60 feet to the other side of this walkway uh you hit the front end of the entrance entrance way of this place and uh that 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 cracks heavily uh you're gonna take uh four points of bashing damage oh no for this who could have foreseen this Uh, also, uh, the uh, the various historians in the room uh, look very unnerved by this. And you guys notice that um, the plaster or I guess it's not plaster. It's like it's like sandstone um, beside the doorway is like kind of cracked now. Um, so the door is perfectly fine. Um, but the wall beside the door is showing some. Uh, signs of of damage wait. and this is wait, 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 obviously wait. freaking them out wait, because wait, wait. Uh, it is it is a it's a large tablet that is the wall beside it it's got intricate carvings of uh like ritualistic uh stuff on there uh so they are 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 uh kind of like Lola and Mort, they kind of get around in front of you to try to like protect the wall. And I, I run. Keska comes forward. Hey, hey, hey! We 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 talked about this. There's I run to Ezra. Nothing. No one can damage this. No, no. Keska, Keska, Ketra. There's there's plenty of carvings in here, and what's on the other side of this wall is far more amazing than this one single carving. <laughs> Um, yes, I mean, but I mean, why, give us why go give through an, the wall when we can go around it? Ezra, Ezra, mm. are you okay? When you do it, when you okay. get there, because, okay. yep. But also, you're kind of a genius, and I think you just solved our, our issue. I'm gonna do it when I see it there. We, we don't need to go in the door, we can go around the door. We just have a little papyrus, you just take it. <laughs> you write or you write on it what you want. Uh so uh at this point they are they are not letting you guys near uh this tablet. Listen, if we just spend a few days, we're gonna be able to bring this ward down on this door. It'll take some time, but we have to preserve the integrity of the, the history uh, here in this room. Casca? Casca. Yes. Uh I know who casts the ward on that door. And uh, I just did an examination. Uh, you're not going to be able to take that down. Well, I suppose that's for us to try anyway. Why, why don't you just draw what's on this tablet for examination later? Like I said, there's plenty more incredible things through that door. 
um, we'll, we'll just go through it. It's no problem uh, at all. The thing with, with these, it, it's less about what you can see and what you can't see. I mean, there's all types of, and you of, of, of things that could see be. see what's on the other side. And you could if we could get through. And we could in a few days. What if you carefully chip the, the tablets off of the wall and take the whole thing with you? Ezra is puking. <laughs> I'm gently I, I, I don't think back. it's worth. I don't think it's worth risking anything to 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 speed up this process. We will eventually be able to get through this door. Okay, Kate. What if we go under the door? I don't know what you're getting at here. Uh, it's quite simple. We tunnel under the door. I mean, you don't need to preserve this floor, right? Uh, I don't know. No Some of these here. Some of these tiles are 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 quite exquisite. I mean, for, for historical purposes, it, it would be nice to maintain. You, you've got to give us a little is bit there, here. Is there still a hole in the floor? Yes, there is still. There's still like uh, back at the walkway area. There's there's plenty I, of pit there. I start leading Ezra towards the hole. Is this is this dragon? Is she looking for someone to do some new tile? I know a guy named Jared. He does exquisite tile work. He can have a bathroom. It'll be good. When you do I do it, a, a bird call that Mort would know. It means like, hey, over here. Okay. I'm so over glad there. you didn't make me do that. Uh, <laughs> Keska also looks over at the bird that is apparently in here now. Well, Ezra stumbles kind of over bird, to... And she's like, she shrugs and like, I'm a harpy. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra just clearing her throat. Stumbles over to Casca and he's like, "Hey, when you come here, have you seen it before? When you, you know, I st- I keep pulling Ezra and Mark towards the hole. I like how you do the armor when you wear it. What's your deal? You ever seen it? Ezra's concussed." <laughs> yes. Severely. Uh, so you know that's for uh, Keska assumes that the people that should be caring for you are going to deal with that. Um, uh, I'll call you guys, 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 guys. Uh so fuck it. Let's just go down the hole, but let's see if we can get him some medical attention first. Whatever, whatever, man. I'm trying to see uh, what this dragon girl's deal is. I've never seen her before. It's like pfft, down her hole. You know what I mean? Oh, Ezra! What's up? <laughs> we'll get you uh, into the whore mine soon enough. Um, if you, if you want to take him out, there's a there's a medical tent out uh, under the yeah. I go and wanna... I take him to the medical tent. <laughs> All right, you go inside the medical tent, uh, and there is uh, the creepiest looking dude you've basically ever seen in your life. Uh, he's wearing like a long black cloak. Uh, he's got slick, bl- slick back hair. Um, he's not wearing uh, co- like basically enough clothes. Like most of his clothes are like straps and it's just kind of weird. Uh, and there's like a, there's a there's a body underneath a sheet on the on a table nearby. Uh, this is not your kind of place, probably. I greet you. Oh, yes. Come on in. Come on in. What can I do for you? I'm Algos, the leather cleric. <laughs> From the order of leather. That's <laughs> uh, cool. I'm a leather daddy myself. <laughs> uh, 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 hello, uh, uh, Algos. Um, 
as you can see, our, our friend here has suffered a rather major concussion. Um, do you is there think anything you can use, you could do use your, for him? your healings on him? Your oh, yes. I, I can certainly do that. Clerics of leather do rather good healing dances. <laughs> Tell you what, Just I need sit him on the couch. <laughs> sit him on the couch right there. I'll take care of this. <laughs> but this couch in the alcove over here. <laughs> the one in the alcove. <laughs> What's up, Algos, my main man? I love it when you do your thing, Algos. Uh, you got you got a great staff here, Algos. You got Keska inside. She's a, she, when she did it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Algos, Algos walks up to to Ezra and uh, who is mumbling incoherently in his concussive speak, and he puts a finger up to his lips and he goes, "Shh, <laughs> let me dance." Me. Ezra closes his eyes and he's like. Whatever you say, Al goes. <laughs> Whatever you Al say, uh, Al goes. You know what I mean? Uh, and so Lola and Moore, you feel like a little bit out of place here, like because it is it is kind of disruptive uh, to your like psyche to see this weird dance that this guy's doing. But on the other hand, like he's kind of getting it like he's all right. Right. Um, Let's go down the first and, like, floor with the uh, relics from the <laughs> across the ages. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, sure enough, uh, he manages to to heal Ezra. Ezra, uh, you can heal for. We'll, we'll give you back. Uh, well, one of a uh, point, but you know it's enough to regain your mental faculties. Uh, you you basically come to uh, with a uh, <laughs> uh, with a oiled up. Um, uh, strap leather strap wearing uh like goth basically uh cleric all up in your business. I'm gonna have to stop you right right there, Algiers. You know he was getting everyone's name right and everything. It's nice to uh nice to be invited to the party, my dude, but not my scene, my man. You know what I mean? This wasn't wasn't what uh was created for Algiers. Oh yeah, no. A lot of people have this problem. This is this is just how I how I I use my healing magic. You know, this is it doesn't mean anything to me. I dig it, man. You're uh, super don't get fluid. It, don't don't get it wrong. You know, I, was a, I wasn't coming. You know, no, you're not fine. my scene either. No, you cool, know, man. you were very fluid. Baby, uh, very very sinewy. You know, I, I dig it. You can hang out with us. That's a great distraction for sure. It was great. I, I mean, I really. Uh, I really do like this whole traveling, uh, traveling cleric tent thing I've got going on here. But, um, you know, maybe I'll see you in the future sometime. Yeah, man. And, you know, between you and me, if you came with us, you'd probably be inexplicably killed. So probably best for you. You stay here and you just, you know, oil up. Do your thing. Ignore that, Jasper. (laughs) Well, see you later, Algonquin. Probably do something about the lighting in this alcove. It's really sensual. (laughs) (laughs) fuck i'm sorry i ever told that story (laughs) i'm not (laughs) best part is is that uh i know i know steph's gonna take that uh conversation out and stick it in an outtake in the end (laughs) and so then we will have this uh we'll have this weird uh sensual uh dancing on a couch cleric And then everybody can listen to the outtake at the end (laughs) to find out that Carly lived through that. (laughs) We got a lot of outtakes this episode. It's been strong. Uh, Yeah. All right. uh, So you guys heading back in? Where's Jasper? Yeah. 
Uh, he's still in the tomb, uh, and I guess. Uh, yeah, both of them would probably still be in there. Uh, Yanov, when you guys were in there, was checking out all of the carvings in the walls and stuff like that and trying to see like if any of it was teleportation related, you know, because they got with their glasses up in this place. And so he's been investigating uh, that stuff. Um, Jasper was just kind of hanging out in there as well. Okay, uh, let's go find Jasper and, and Yanov is what Lola would like to do. All right, you guys go <clears throat> back in. Jasper is uh, at one side and hey, uh, Yanov's at the other. Huddle up, guys. And uh oh, yeah, okay. So here's the thing. We need to get in there. Uh we've got, you know, a stake in what's behind that door. They're gonna take a while. We don't have time. Uh there's a hole over there. We know that there's something down there, so we're probably walking into a thing. Uh but we're gonna go they down do. and then tunnel up. It was just a, a puddle of goop when I was down there last. Um, I don't think there's anything to worry about that I can recall. Um, so you guys can stay up here if you would like. Maybe you could even provide a distraction while we slip down that hole over there. Hmm. Well, um, I only thing I have uh, that could possibly help out is, uh, well, I mean, I've got a jetpack. Um, I don't know how that helps. Um, Can you reverse engineer it so that, oh wait, no, hey, you turn it on so that all that gas, disgusting gas is coming out, light it on fire, and you got a flamethrower. Okay, yeah, I mean, I I could turn it into, what it, what purpose would that serve? Oh, you want me to shoot fire down in the pit, down below? Is that the... Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, I I could. Um, Are there any holes in the ceiling? No. Okay. Um, and I also do actually have one more thing to add to the, the possibilities list is that that would be my shop of oddities. Uh, so, I mean, I have that. Uh, could get that set up if there's anything in particular you guys think you might Wait, need. You, I mean, there's all types of things. Are you telling me that you had that the whole time? Oh, yeah, I mean, it folds up. It takes like a it takes like 15, <laughs> 20 minutes to, to lay out. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's got it's got stuff. I mean. I mean, it doesn't have anything amazing, but I mean, there's jerky and taxidermied animals and um, novelty license plates. And um, have, have you got yeah. some kind of drill? A drill? drill? Um, I, I, I could make a drill pretty easily. Like a, a big one to drill a tunnel? Um, well, I mean, there's yeah, I mean, I got my workshop in there. Um, I could start to working on maybe building a, a drill, a big drill of some sort. Sure. We can just try to get in there now, or we can wait the two days that they think, I mean, I don't think they're going to get inside, but you know, like that is an option. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, said you could set up a tent in like 15 minutes, so we'll wait 15 minutes. What I'm going to do is just go back to that alcove for no particular reason <laughs> and just hang out in that tent. Totally cool. That's what, that's where I'll be. All right. Have fun. Be safe. Ezra goes to the medical tent. <laughs> yeah. As you walk outside, the tent is gone. <gasps> that beautiful gyrating what? bastard. <laughs> Perhaps it was an oasis all along. Uh, well, 
That oil man's not here, so I guess. It's left a, a nice space to set up your shop. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's that's a good spot. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go get it set up, and uh, I don't know. Uh, if you guys want to come on in later, you can. Um, I'm going to get in the workshop and start seeing what I can do. Um, just as a, an aside, do you think that they would notice if I took some of the machinery they've got out here? Um, I could probably use it for this whole thing. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, they, they've done all the, the main digging they need to do, I, th- I think. Okay. Maybe. Um, and one other thing, I, I will I will point out that this will not be quiet. Wait, what What I, part won't be quiet? Um, well, I mean, what I build will not be, you know, quiet. It's going to be a loud, loud machine. That's kind of how I do things. So, I mean, if you're trying to sneak through uh, around these people and have them not try to stop you or anything like that, uh, it's gonna be hard to sneak with this thing. I mean, no, it'll no, dig through. All, it'll cast, dig through a wall. Can you cast any kind of sort of silence type thing? Man, the, I keep thinking about this more and more. And my magic kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, we we've been traveling for for just over a year and you we haven't I leveled up, up yet. You know, <laughs> would have picked up something, right? You could, Get some kind of new spell, uh, some kind of arbitrary leveling system. <laughs> that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be cool if, like, they would, if like you had got like equipment and stuff like that? That would almost act as leveling. You know, things that you could use as, as toys and, and and trinkets. You know, oh, maybe man, things that I would so have in right. in my, my in my shop. You know, things that I would have in my shop might be mm. you know equivalent to something like that. Just like the the illusions that I get. That incubus was definitely helpful last time oh you know well everything tools are only as useful as their wielder um is what i've learned in my life i turned into a bushman i was half bush halfman (laughs) do you do you you remember that gun i built for your hand oh yeah my finger blaster how's that working out (laughs) and everybody knows how wonderful that that arrow that moon kevin gave to uh uh, Born has worked out uh, quite well, you know. It's been super useful. I mean, if you could hit anything <laughs> with it, yes. How many? Hey, how many hey, people uh, are here? Uh, that wasn't my fault. How many of the fourteenth pillar people are here? Uh, we'll call it seven or eight. Uh, some of them are are quite obviously like book nerds. You can tell a book nerd when you see a book nerd. But then there are some of them that look like uh, they're you know pretty tough people like Keska looks like she could hold her own in a battle she's wearing full armor there's about three other people that are uh, armored up geared up like she is what if we just kill these nerds (laughs) (laughs) no we're trying not to be the assholes we're we're the good guys remember I mean sure sure whatever (laughs) we're the good guys keep telling yourself that my man let's uh let's let's, let's do a boring good guy strategy Let's invite him out to some sort of fancy dinner, and then Yanov can rig up his jetpack, and they'll be like, oh, it smells like poop in here, and they'll run away, and then while they're gone, we'll put a hole in the wall, and we'll waltz right in there, and then uh, we'll, we'll leave. That's Ezra, that's, that's really an incredible good. plan. Can, can <laughs> we do that thing? Should we just do that? Just scare him away from the entrance and bash through that wall anyway? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... 
I was, I was being sarcastic. I feel like it's a terrible plan. I'd much rather kill him. <laughs> no, no, let's do that thing. I can, I've got, at least my magic can make uh, normal food look real good. All right, fine. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I, I was thinking more of skipping the, the dinner party part and just going in there and letting loose some smelly gas to scare them away. <laughs> but I guess maybe we should see what's in Yanov's tent. We might get something cool as well. Something handy. <laughs> is he setting up that tent yet? What the hell is this asshole doing? <laughs> uh, you guys have been you've been holding him up when you're having these conversations. It's like, what am I, what am I doing? Go set up the tent. So, okay, I'm going to go set up the tent now. Is that all right for everybody? Yes. Jesus Christ, this guy. Oh, my, oh my God. gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, so... Yanov's off setting off his t- setting up his tent. Right. So I mean, I don't I don't mean to be intrusive here, but is, is, is this the way you guys handle everything? Like, is this kind of far for the course for you? Well, I don't see you chiming in with anything. Oh, you mean? Well, I mean, I I, I have a few few ideas, but I mean, I, I mean, I just met you. I don't, I don't want to intrude. Speak up, Sally. I mean, that's uh, that's uncalled for. My my aunt's name was Sally. I liked her quite a lot, but she died recently, and that's kind of a hard. I was going for thing to hear. alliteration here. Just what is your plan? Well, uh, I mean, I I am I am a classically trained bard, so I mean, I could put on a performance that would lure these fools away from those, uh, the you know, the wall that you so much want to smash in. I mean, uh, your your whole idea of a distraction is wonderful, you know, and certainly, you know, uh, a, a banquet or something of that nature would 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 do the trick. But you know, if you really uh-huh. want to draw a crowd, uh-huh. you need a bard. Yeah, sure. Right? So you're, we're basically replacing yeah, yeah. the food with you. Whatever. <laughs> Cool man. Go uh That sounds so do you think you can you can pull this off, Jasper? Well, I mean I absolutely I can pull this off. I mean what, what are you talking about? I'm I am i am a classic like I said, classically trained. Um I've I've attended a school for this. So um, I mean I I can I can perform and a drop of a hat. Sure. So and, um All right, well And you are you are very handsome yeah, too. Yeah, let's get <laughs> let's get him in an instrument if he's gonna uh, entertain them uh, and he's a bard. Uh, well, he needs you an know, instrument. no hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I I mean we I don't need an instrument, you know. I I am more of a storyteller. Now, I mean, I do, I do occasionally play an instrument here or there, but, you know, it's more for affectation than anything else. Uh, uh, I, I tend yeah. to tell stories, and I, I could tell them some riveting stories, and these are historians, you know, they would probably eat it up. Oh, I have stories I mean, from Oster. I never heard stories about from a bard that doesn't play an instrument, but all right. I told you, I, I play many instruments, but, you know, I don't like to show off, you know. I need to bring out the big guns when they're necessary, but this is the small potatoes, my dear. Oh, sure, 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 sure. And my dad works at Nintendo. Yeah, no, I got it. You're right. Go, you play a million instruments. Super cool, man. Go tell these assholes a story. Well, I mean, if I go in there and tell them the story, then, you know, it's not really going to work. Oh, right? Jesus so, Christ, are you as dumb as I look? Tell them you're telling a story outside in the beautiful majesty of this bullshit desert. Tell a goddamn story. God, we're surrounded by idiots. I wish I was still concussed. <laughs> uh, how, how do we get them outside to come and listen to your story? I don't the, know. The I, need a, I need a hype man, obviously. This story. Oh, what time of day is <laughs> it? Uh, mid-afternoon. Okay, so uh, there could be a lunch break coming up is what you're saying. Sure, absolutely. All right. 
I, I shout into the tomb. Hey, uh, Keska, uh, what time's lunch? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you just missed it. Oh, well, this asshole wants to tell you a story, so, um, gather around, all you nerds, and listen to this asshole who'll tell you something about some bullshit he found from some ancient time. It's it's, it's super awesome. I, he's, I, I think he's he's got a story about this very tomb. <gasps> well, consider us all individually hyped, and they run on out <laughs> of the tomb. Fuck. There, you've been hyped. <laughs> yeah, I guess we go back into the tomb then. Yeah, as soon as they're not paying attention, we'll just slip back in. Well, wait, were we going to go into yes. Yanoff's tent or not? Mr. Ezra, tear down this wall. <laughs> well, well, no, Ed, we're going to get Yanoff's Without your head, use, use your first. Yanoff's tent. Oh, okay, oh, let's, let's see what Yanoff's got to do. To give us. That was a great uh, Yanov's joke. about Yanov's still about five and a half minutes away from finishing his tent. You know, it's a fifty-minute process. In, that, in that case, let's listen to the beginning of the story, Jasper. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, look, the tent's done. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not even a tent. I mean, it, by the time he's done with it, it looks like a full storefront facade, like built into the side of uh, this this uh, mountainous ridge that's next to. The, Man, uh, I, next I, to the tomb. I feel bad about insulting you. This is a pretty good setup. Uh yeah, no, it's uh it's it's it may cost a pretty penny, but you know, it's worth it, you know, just to be able to pop it up slow, you know, quickly and uh, you know, move from town to town, you know, when the authorities get uh you know, any 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 reasons, any reasons that you might have uh, to move uh-huh, from uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. any town to another town. I mean oh. you were there. Well, listen, we stole uh the prince's boat. So you know, whatever you've done. Yeah, no. Um yeah. Okay, so anyway, come on in. We go in. Yep. Uh, so I think uh, Ezra's the only one that's been in here before because Ezra woke up in this place mm. uh, way back in the day. <clears throat> that's true. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's like a novelty shop. I mean, it's like uh, ye old Spencer's gifts. <laughs> um, it's got taxidermy frogs. It's got jerky galore. It's got spoons uh, of all the different kingdoms, just little mini sized spoons. <laughs> um, it's got fart gas um, and disappearing ink. It's got um, it's fake got dog the, poop. The fake nail through the finger gag. Mm-hmm. Got that. Uh, it's got g- gum, a package of gum that has a little thing in it. When you pull the package of gum and you pull the gum out, it snaps your finger. It's got that. <laughs> all right. So um, what in here is going to get us into there? I think the the workshop would be probably more useful to have a look at, right? Oh yeah, no, there's there's much better stuff in there. Um, actually, um, I had this uh, some of the things that I had on the ship kind of stuffed into here. I well, okay. Long story short, I have what's effectively a pocket dimension chest. Okay, um, so you just kind of put things in it, and then if you have a few of them, then you can just pull things out of the other ones, and it's, it's kind of convenient. So, I mean, I could get most of the stuff off of the boat uh, you know, through here if, if we wanted to, but uh, mine's back in the in the workshop back here, so let's uh, let's head on back. You guys head on back to the workshop. Uh, there's half-assembled and half-disassembled Frankies kind of strewn about the place. <laughs> um, th- if you thought they were gross, fully built, oh boy. <laughs> Twice as gross when in parts. 
Super glad um, we made the decision to come into here. Yeah, well, okay. Um, you may, may not be great, um, but uh, I, here's something I was actually working on on the boat ahead of time. I just, you know, Mort, this is something that you might uh, find interesting. And he reaches into the um, <laughs> he reaches into the chest and he pulls out uh, a giant feather. That's rather interesting. Oh, that's uh, uh, that's not what I was actually going for. And he puts it back and he pulls out a bow. <laughs> oh, Long that is rather interesting. Like behind her back, kind <laughs> of. Uh, so this is the weirdest looking bow that you've ever seen in your entire life, uh, because it is it's almost like it's two bows that are like stuck together with like a second bow, like in halfway in the middle of it. It's just like an amalgamation of bows. Um, imagine like two bows sitting parallel to each other and then like uh, like uh, all types of like uh, mechanisms and stuff in the middle uh, that are connecting the strings together and there's like hinges that rotate in uh, and change the direction on the bows. It's like, okay, okay, this is a little bit complex, but trust me, you're going to love this. Um, so this is what I call a double bow um, <laughs> patent pending. Uh, so what you can do is you can load this bad boy up with two arrows, and then if you adjust this little little dial down here, and he's this, rolling a dial up and down, what, and the this whittle dial, this whittle dial, uh, <laughs> as you as he adjusts the dial, uh, the two uh, the two bows like the hinges adjust so that it changes the uh, the direction of the bows individually from one another. He's like, so you can shoot two arrows at one time in two different directions if you want to. It's pretty. That, that does look rather remarkable. Mind if I uh, try it out? Sure. Here you go. Uh, there's no targets, but hey, feel free to shoot up one of these half-dead Frankies. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I position myself so... I'm joking. They're, they're, never, they're not actually alive at all. You know? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I position myself so I've got Frankies on like uh, sort of 45 degree angles from me. Mm -hmm. uh, load up a couple of those uh, arrows and try to shoot them both. Okay, so what you do for this is you t to to use this, you're gonna take your uh, dice pool uh, that you would get for shooting a regular bow, and you're just gonna split it in half, and you're gonna roll them that half pool individually, one for each arrow. Okay. And what is it again? It's uh. Dexterity and, and range. range and this is not this is not a long bow. bow. This is a short bow. Right? Yeah. What's the dice mod for a short bow? Uh, what was for the dice mod for a long? Two. It's one for a short bow. So okay. Um, that's two successes on one of them, and two on the other. Okay, then you uh, sink arrows into both of these Frankies right in their neck, and like it spurts out this black fluid, and it's kind of gross. He's like, "Don't worry about that. That's that's not actually blood. It's it's oh, it's oil. Well, oil mixed with a little bit of blood, but uh, yeah, it's just gotta get the viscosity right. You know what I mean? That's rather remarkable, Yanov. Um, yes, uh, this this will do nicely if if you don't mind. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, Ezra, my buddy, my friend, 
Um, listen, you remember that cool gun hand I just gave you? Boy, that's a great thing, isn't it? The finger blaster? Yes, I remember. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's pretty sweet. Um, anyway, uh, here's something else just like that. Okay, listen, I don't have much for you because I just, you know, gave you that really cool gun thing. But I do have this. And he reaches in underneath his uh, his desk and he pulls out uh, a little, it's like a, it's like a, it's a weird little like piece of metal it's a long piece of metal that's really thin and it's kind of curved at the end or it's like just kind of jagged almost he's like okay this looks a little weird but uh if you notice and he just give me your gun, gun hand thing and please don't don't shoot me but and he jams it into your pointer finger and it is uh you you kind of recognize the shape and and, and scope of it it's it's a lock pick like now, I mean, this thing is not super useful in, in all situations, but um, if you are willing to fire off one of your uh, your rounds uh, to to try to open up a uh, some sort of locked treasure chest or, or or a door or something like that, that's this is what we call a bump key, and uh, it's gonna jiggle it around in there and and pop it right open. So I mean, hey, you know, it, it's not great, but I mean, it's what I got. Ezra high fives him. He's like, "This is super cool, man. Super cool." Yanov, you're back at the top. You're back at the top. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, uh, uh, so Lola, um, you know, I'm, I'm a, a mechanically minded person. Um, so I don't, um, I don't really know what I have that would be of interest to you. Uh, I do have a, a small, uh, I have a small library uh, in the annex area over to the back there. Um, occasionally people would come in and, you know, we do a She's trade, you know. I, I kind of ran a plot. Okay, she's gone already. <laughs> uh, so as you're, as you're I, going, I, I know she does love those alcoves. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an annex. Thank you very much. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you give me? Oh God! Why don't you just roll me a d10, oh. and we're gonna figure out what book you find back here? Because most of this crap back here is just a bunch of old history books that are, and some of them are. Um, are erotic history books, but there is one uh, spell book back here that I, has uh, something that you can learn. An eight? It's the Kama Ooh, Sutra. What up again, Michael? That is pretty good. <laughs> God. All right, I'm going to give you a choice since that was an actual success. Ooh, I thought I was just rolling because you had a chart from one to ten. Uh, well, I, I I did have a chart for for one to, one to ten, but then I decided that if you got an eight or a nine, you would get to choose, and if you got a ten, I would give you two of them. Ah, sorry. All right, so you have a choice. Um, do you have any uh, two dot spells at this point? Nope. Because you're gonna get one. Yay! Um, so you could choose um, either bolt. Uh, which is a uh, which is not great because you have to uh, roll uh, your arcana like it's like plus athletics so that's yeah. probably not yeah, the no. one for you um, but that's just like a straight like firebolt or ice bolt or electric bolt thing okay. um, you could take charm uh, which is a mm-hmm. um, something Tell that somebody more. has to roll mm-hmm. a resolve against you um, and it turns a potential <laughs> enemy into a close friend. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, and if they're at, <laughs> and if the target fails their act, their resolve check, then it can charm them, and they treat you as a trusted friend or ally. If they're asked to do something outside their normal character, they can roll another roll. Otherwise, you can uh, like kind of get them to do what you want. But if they figure it out, then they will. Uh, rationalize the incident they will not be immediately like okay. angry towards you or anything okay. like that okay. uh so what there's an option because <laughs> carly's already charming enough what up michael <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and your other option is um i will i will i will glance past knock because you probably don't want that since what uh what Ezra just got was mm-hmm. basically knock, which is open a locked thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take lesser illusion, um, but you have a bunch of illusions already. Well, that I are got, like, better one. illusions. You know, you have a you have a like you got I got quite a few prestidigitation. No, no, but you have like a bunch of illusion oh, illusions yeah, that you yeah, can yeah, dr- yeah. drop. Yeah. Those are yeah. like Random better ones. illusions. Like okay. you get a deck of illusions, illusions, right? right? Uh, so your other options would be like levitate, <laughs> which is fun. Um, magic shield Ooh. or mend. Yeah, let's go charm. Charm it is. Okay, well, back there you find a uh, a little spell book, and in there is how to do charm. And so, guess what? You know how to charm people now. <laughs> she, just, she, like, peeks her head slowly up over the book just with a stupid shitty <laughs> grin on her face. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Go Casca! <laughs> oh... Y'all know, you All may right. want to pack all well, this up. We're probably going to have to leave in a hurry. Let's go fuck up this wall. Now I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Jasper, my dear man, how how could you have let Ezra speak to you in that way? We, as a group, you know, the audience in general, we hate him now. We hate that, we hate that man, that, that clay man, for talking to you in the way he did. And I, I, I mean, you really must go easy on him. He was having a really rough go of it, you know? He was feeling you know, abandoned by Mirka at this point, you know, who was technically in charge of him. You know, that that, that never really passed along the right way. You know, so so there's somebody he, he considered sort of a quote-unquote owner that has just up and thrown him out like so much garbage. Um, and hot on the heels of the death of Ruth, which was really something he had not quite recovered from, he lost what he, you know, at the time considered his best friend in Jamtooth. You know, so all of these things were piling up on him. So did he act brashly in calling me an idiot? Uh, yes, of course he did. Um, but you know, this is just the kind of thing that you have to understand. We were we were great friends, of course. I mean, sure, we had only known each other for about a day and a half, two days at that time. Um, but you know, fast friends. You know, there's something about me that when you meet me, I think one on one, a lot of people tend to, to to fall fast in love with me, friendship-wise, platonically, of course. Um, although not always, you know what I'm saying, ladies. Hey, haha, <laughs> I see ya. Um, but, you know, do me a personal favor, don't hate him quite yet, because like I said, he was going through some serious stuff, and you know, a lot of that will, will reach some some hefty resolution quite soon in the story, and in a lot, a lot of ways, he was uh, kind of raw over the whole thing, but you know, what they say, you can't, you can't make a sword without melting the metal first. Right, and so this was, um, 
I don't know how that analogy really works here, and I mean, it would be weird to even anyone to ever think they needed that piece of information. Of course you have to melt metal to make a sword. I don't know who came up with that one. You know, I, I've thought of coming up with a, a book of idioms myself, because when I hear some of the idioms that we use around here nowadays, I say, well, that, of course, that does, I mean, yeah, that's not, that's not in any way, shape, or form a catchy phrase. As a society, we're, we're really bad at this. Um, all right, well, anyway, join us next time here at the Gilly Ram Gronkhaus and Tea Room, because the story is about to pop off something hot, right? Because as they walk into that tomb, oh my, the things they see, the things they don't see, the things they should see but don't, the things they shouldn't see but do. Oh, my. Um, I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm not even sitting down. So, um, anyway, tip your minotaur bartenders, and I will see you all next time here at the Gilly Ram Gronkhaus and Tea Room. potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eorith if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force. Um, can I quickly tell you a story that's outside of this? Yes, sure. <laughs> okay, so my friend and I went to Paris when we were uh, probably 19 or 20, and we went to the red light district district where Moulin Rouge is, blah, 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 all that tourist stuff. But then we were like, okay, we need something to do, and there, everything here is so expensive, what can we do? And we passed the Museum of Sex down there, and we are like, oh, this will be great, this will be funny, we're like two awkward teenagers ha 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 there's dicks mm-hmm. everywhere so we went in and it's like five different floors so we get in there's like the the dildo floor and it's like cocks from across the ages and we're like ah oh, that's funny so we keep going up and up and up and we get to the top floor where there's just like there's very little but there's a couch and we're like oh my god we're so tired we've been walking all day oh, so no. we, we go and we sit on this couch and it's like a fairly small couch and it's kind of in this alcove so we sit down and then from across the room what we thought was a mannequin was not a mannequin and it was a man in um like pleather vinyl bondage gear that walked over to us and we were like what and he he's like can i dance for you (laughs) and we we were like what and so he starts dancing this sex quote-unquote sexy dance and we are 
fucking dying on the inside where we're just trying not to laugh because we're like, okay, if we laugh, we're going to insult this guy. This is his job, we assume. If he's in the music, oh god, I hope it was his job. He's a patron of the museum as well. That is the <laughs> first time I've ever thought that maybe he wasn't an, an employee there and I've told the story a bunch of times. Shit. Okay, so he starts dancing and every time he gyrates, he's got these vinyl pants on that go, <laughs> and we are fucking crying we're laughing so hard every time he turns his back and like shakes his butt at us we're just got tears falling down our face and we're so red and we finally had to like just get up and jet and we're, like he was probably so confused he only spoke French oh yeah one of the lines he said to us was do you think I'm sexy but it was, it was like in broken English and we fucking jet oh, out of that place <laughs> And I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life. Wow. Okay, so yeah, that's <laughs> who's in here. So how old were you? So that's who's in that's here. That's the exact uh, guy. The did. dance lasted for about 45 seconds before we, we were out of there because we were dying. Oh, man. That's good. Anyway, that's it good. was great. It was good. Um, so it was like, what, a year ago? Because you said you were 19. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, not you. <laughs> um, Sup, Michael? <laughs> okay. It's um, me, Mr. So Steal Your Girl. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of as you talk about leather straps. Yeah. Well, it's actually okay, that's yeah. exactly He's what it is. It's, 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 uh, so yeah, this this uh, this gentleman gyrates around from behind <laughs> his gurney. <laughs> you settle, bitch. 